Hey everyone. In the podcast today, I want to address parenting from a father's perspective and also address some unbiblical parenting goals. I'm convinced so many times as fathers, we drop the ball when it comes to parenting. We put too much of the responsibility on others, especially on our wives. So what really is parenting? It seems kind of silly, right? I mean, I know we have a mixed audience, but I assume with a lot of the ones listening are male ministers. You guys have probably read all of the parenting passages in the Bible multiple times, taught on them, and so on. I'm going to simplify parenting today from a book called Shepherding a Child's Heart by Ted Tripp. Tripp simplifies parenting as shepherding, something a lot of you pastors, missionaries, and church planners should know a lot about, and possibly have a lot of experience in doing already. How does that idea of shepherding in a church sense carry over to shepherding in a parenting sense? Well, just like we want church members to do the right things for the right reasons with the right motives, we also want this for our children. This means we can't overly focus on correcting behavior. What? I shouldn't spank? That isn't what I'm saying at all. See, behavior is an outward expression of our heart. It is an overflow from our heart per Luke 6.45. If our desire is not in line with God, the behavior is not godly, regardless if it appears like good behavior to the world or not. Just like we don't want church members coming to church out of obligation, we also don't want our children to obey out of obligation. We want people coming to church because they want to be there to worship God and encourage others. We want our children to obey because they love God and us, not because they feel like they are slaves. Let me give an example. Let's say you're at a Sunday church service and do anything and everything to get your kids to behave. You threaten them with punishment if they're loud. You bribe them with ice cream if they don't horseplay. Do your under kids understand what is going on? Are you bringing up your kids to be Pharisees from a young age instead of bringing them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord to be God-glorifying Christ followers? Are you teaching them to wear masks, in quotes, to church instead of coming authentically and transparently unmasked, quotes? Are you getting to the heart? Parenting is the shepherding of your children's hearts. A good father shepherd won't let a child's heart go astray without going to retrieve it, just like a good pastor won't let a church member go astray without going to retrieve him or her. Your child needs to hear and know and understand what it means to behave and why and when he or she should behave. Just like success for Christians is obedience to God, Success for children is obedience to their parents. This obedience pleases God. The disobedience disturbs God. You need to, your kids need to hear that from you more than just once. The attitude of the obedience is just as important as the action or behavior we do because it is what God sees. Per 1 Samuel 16, 7, right? So sitting in church still and quiet with an anger towards their parents for making them be quiet is not real obedience in God's eyes. It's not the God 
pleasing type of obedience because it's not a heart obedience. It needs to be done with a good heart. Otherwise, you are just teaching your kids to behave, which is an outward expression without getting to the heart, the inner feelings, right? Just a side note, let's have some reasonable expectations for our kids, right, based on their ages. My kids are um, all over the place in terms of their ages, middle school and elementary, and, and, and some of them are really young. And so in a church service, we don't expect them to absorb and understand everything because they just aren't capable mentally of doing that yet. So, um, you know, for our kids, this works for our family where, where we have a piece of paper and uh, pencils and they can uh, draw and write and note and take notes. And this, this helps them during that time uh, of being in a church service to, to focus on something uh, that while during moments they can't understand during the sermon. Also, the timing of obedience is important. Are they delaying their obedience to you? Do you ask them to stop doing something for them to continue for a few seconds before stopping? See, that's disobedience. And it needs to be handled as it would if the child directly disobeyed you. Otherwise, it just keeps getting worse. Trust me on this. It starts young. Toddlers, they can eat you alive. Don't keep giving the baby excuse. They know what they're doing. Things change as you reach the teenage years. You shouldn't treat them as babies, but there still needs to be clear communication and appropriate consequences for disobedience. From Tripp's book, let us address some unbiblical goals um, that may have crept into some of our parenting goals at times. It is okay if you have some parenting goals at this moment that are unbiblical. Be aware and change them to biblical goals. That is, that's what I that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I've done. Uh, see, parenting is a it's a work in progress, and no one does it perfectly. So don't feel bad if you have an older kid and get convicted that you've been doing something that isn't what you should have been doing. Uh, you can make adjustments now. It will help. And if you're listening to this and your kids are already grown and you realize you did something unbiblical, you still have an opportunity to encourage and teach your children to help them with their children. See, it's never too late to make things right. God can mend and restore any relationship. So when we look at biblical goal, unbiblical goals, the first unbiblical goal I want to mention is developing special skills. Developing your child's special skills shouldn't be your goal in parenting. Sports, dance, vocals, musical instruments, etc. Wait, what? How is my child going to win American Idol and be famous? How is my child going to be in the NFL? Hey, I'm not saying these skills are bad. They may and can have a good place in your child's life. However, if you are so frantic doing all of these things to the nth degree, then are you showing your child what they should be valuing in life? First is God, then people, then things. Are we putting things above others and above God? It might be a good time to reassess the time and effort spent developing your child's special skills. Number two, psychological adjustment shouldn't be your goal in parenting. 
from manipulating your child into obedience to techniques to lead your children and to not being spoiled, the parenting trends can and do change. But are these trends biblical? Are they helping your children become who God wants them to be? Is the source of the change God or man? Number three, getting your child saved shouldn't be your goal in parenting. That seems completely unbiblical. Let me explain. Don't get so preoccupied with getting your child to pray the sinner's prayer to let Christ into their hearts that you force it or think that once that happens, all of your parenting problems will be solved. It's God that saves, not you, right? The sad truth is we can never be 100% sure if our children are saved. Just look at Matthew 7, 21-23. Also, the parenting task doesn't change after salvation. It's still difficult work. Number four, family worship shouldn't be your goal in parenting. How your family lives is much more important than your short family worship times. Don't teach your children to be hypocritical religious bigots by puffing themselves up with righteous deeds but failing to let Christ infiltrate their daily lives outside of that time. Number five, well-behaved children shouldn't be your goal in parenting. However, it is a great secondary benefit that can flow from biblical parenting. What is the root of the behavior? Why is your child behaving? Is the reason pure and biblical, or are they behaving with the wrong motives? Are you raising authentic children or fake children? Pastors can complain sometimes about their church members, but are oftentimes contributing to bringing up problematic church members in their own households. That's a little bit difficult to think about sometimes. But I think we just need to ask God to search our hearts and our lives and our families and convict if this is what's going on and make the changes now that we need to make. Number six, good education shouldn't be your goal in parenting. I think we understand the difference between wisdom and knowledge. Let us seek to raise wise children and not know-it-alls. Number seven, control shouldn't be our goal in parenting. Eventually, you won't be able to control your children. What then? Your biblical goal in parenting or shepherding your children should be to teach your children to live for the glory of God. As what we should be doing as parents, right? 1 Corinthians 10.31 Lastly, a few words. Parent with grace, but be consistent yet loving. It isn't easy. It is work. And it takes both the wife and the husband. Don't let your wife drown in the responsibilities of parenting alone. Step up and help. It is one of your main purposes in life as a Christian father. And if your family isn't doing well, then your ministry and your church aren't doing well either. So so deal with your family. Get that right. Um, don't wait. Don't delay. Uh, otherwise, that ministry, that church, it might come to an end and not end the w- way you think it should. Um, just be careful, right? I realize some of my podcasts are more edifying than encouraging. 
I do want to encourage you. I want to encourage you not to give up in parenting. I want to encourage you to get involved in parenting. I want to encourage you that it isn't too late to learn and improve your parenting. You can at least help and encourage others. Well, until next time, this is the Heartway Podcast, where we seek to help with issues at the source.